You are listening to Herbal Marie, a podcast about herbs and home remedies to heal yourself. All advice shall be considered suggestions. Please research all herbs before using and discover ways to feel better and be well. You know catnip, Napita cataria. It ain't just good for your pussycat. Catnip can chill you out, soothe you into a good night's sleep while relaxing cramps, dispelling gas, and indigestion. It's safe for the children too. So remember catnip for fevers and diarrhea and colic. (laughs) And of course, to get your cat Hi! (laughs) Yep, to get your cat high. Catnip gets you high. (laughs) Right? So that's the next logical question. Like, wait, if it got my cat high, could it get me high? (laughs) Some people do smoke it to get a euphoric feeling. And some people smoke it and just get a headache. And some people smoke it and claim that it gets rid of their headaches. Some people get rid of their hiccups. Some people smoke catnip instead of tobacco to withdraw from nicotine. So all jokes aside, catnip is a remedy for nicotine withdrawal. Of course, I would recommend the tincture or the tea to be helpful with those nicotine withdrawal symptoms like an anxious mind or headaches or insomnia. Because when you get off nicotine, you can have digestive upset and you certainly could be edgy. So (laughs) catnip will calm you down. And for me personally, calming down a little bit is exactly what I need to feel playful. And, you know, (laughs) I'm not saying I get overexcited like a kitty cat. (laughs) But I do feel pretty happy when I take catnip. So today we're going to talk about catnip. You know catnip. And if you don't, you're gonna. Um, And you're going to look at this herb in a different light than you ever did before. Catnip is a great herbal ally. You can grow it, and I recommend that you do, because it's so easy to grow, and it spreads, and it's quite the giver, and there's a lot of things you can do with it. It is kind of stinky, but kind of nice. Catmint has its own thing going on for sure. Yeah, kind of stinky, kind of nice. That's like the best way to describe it. But it does grow on you. And the more that I use it, the more that I like it. So there are so many different ways to use catmint. And I'm going to interchange catnip and catmint. It's all the same thing. You can make a tea with it. You can have it either warm or, or iced. You can make a tincture. You could make a glycerate. Or even an elixir, which that's vodka and honey together. You can make an oil. You can make a vinegar. And of course, you can eat it fresh when it's growing. You can put it in your salad. You can make a catnip pesto, whatever floats your boat. You can use catnip topically, and we're going to get into that, as a hair rinse or a body compress. And of course, you can use it in your bath or a body spray, and like I was saying, you can use catnip as a smoke. So there are lots of different ways to use catnip. Um, One really cool way I like 
Because disclaim, disclaim, disclaim out the wazoo. If you drink too much catnip tea, you might puke. <laughs> well, probably you'd have to drink a lot to, to puke, but that is one of its attributes. But if you drink too much tea, you could get a little nauseous. So I only like to drink a little bit of the tea, but I love to use catnip all over my body. So you can use catnip all over your body too. You can use it as a lovely hair rinse. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Whether it's the tea or a vinegar, um, catnip really helps soften and condition and reduce scalp irritations. So you can brew your catnip tea, let it cool down and use it in the shower. You could put some in a spray bottle and use catnip as a face spray to reduce inflammation. You could make a big old mason jar full of catnip tea and put it in your bath, a relaxing bath. But this is good to know because if someone you knew had a bellyache, some little little one who's having some gas or colic or even someone who had menstrual cramps, you can make a compress. You can put a, a cloth in the warm tea, squeeze it out a little bit and lay it on the belly as a compress. So one of the best things that I love about catnip, like for real, is using it in a bug spray recipe. Now, whether that's just using a strong infusion as my base for a sprayable bug spray or using the oil or fresh leaves macerated in an oil, it's great as a bug spray. I could even use the tincture in a spray bottle, but it basically says to the insect world, F off. <laughs> so F off mosquito and fleas. So catnip has this really um, amazing quality that it repels mosquitoes and fleas. So hooray for catnip, right? Are you sold? I totally am. When it's growing in your yard, if you got some bruises, right? on your legs because you're ran into something. I don't know what you're doing, but you can make a poultice of the leaves of catnip and put it right on the bruise. Yeah, it's so amazing. So think about growing catnip. I mean, because there's just so many uses. And if you had dandruff, like I said, it, you could use the tea as an anti-dandruff hair rinse. It's, gen it's effective, but gentle. You could even use the tea as an eye wash. Any type of irritation in your eyes, catnip would help. So you can take this leaf and flower and, and infuse it into a body oil, okay? And then you can strain out the plant material and, you know, use the body oil all over your body and your joints and your stomach and wherever you need it. Or maybe even turn it into a salve. That'd be a good remedy for hemorrhoids. A catnip salve for your bum bum. <laughs> or you can take some of that plant and put it in some alcohol or like a rubbing alcohol and make a liniment for arthritic joints. So there are tons of things, doable things, helpful things that you can use catnip all over your body. Now, if that wasn't good enough, you can take catnip internally. You can take the tincture or the tea internally for a lot of different things. So right now I'm going to tell you a handful of ideas to just get you um, thinking about how you can use catnip 
in your life as an herbal remedy, as an herbal ally. So you can take catnip internally for colds, anything with a bunch of mucus, catarr, right? That feeling you just can't get that, that mucus out of your throat. Yeah, you drink some catnip tea, take some catnip tincture. It's great for bronchitis. So any type of digestive upset, you got an upset belly, you got cramps, catnip, okay? It works on so many different levels because it even helps on emotional levels like irritability and stress and sleeplessness. It helps with that too. It helps lower a fever, mainly because it helps you sweat and it helps you control that fever. So any type of sickness with congestion, you know, you really want to think about catnip. But it is so good in your innards, in your gut, in your belly. So if you got gas, flatulence, you're feeling all farty, you got to think about catnip. Bring a little catnip into your life because it's so good for indigestion and acid reflux and any type of intestinal spasm. Like I said, catnip is going to help you chill out on so many levels. So ladies, all the ladies, you got the menstrual cramps, you got the PMS tension, get out of my way. Maybe a little catnip is needed because <laughs> it helps everybody sleep um, once you get to sleep. I mean, you're going to have a really restful um, night's sleep because it relaxes your nerves. So, I mean, it made me playful last night when I was taking it, doing all this research. But then once I slept, yes, I got my Z's for sure. So a couple other things it's good for. Um, not only does it help with the menstrual cramps, but if you had a sluggish period, slow to start, it would help start your period. So that means disclaim, disclaim out the wazoo, pregnant mamas, this ain't for you. So like I also said, it does help you sweat. And why would you want to do that? Because you want to lower a fever. I like to let my fevers go a little bit, but at some point I want to sweat that thing out and get back on my feet. <laughs> so catnip taken internally definitely helps you sweat and lower a fever. So how about catmint for cataracts? Maybe. The one cool thing about herbs is once you start using them, you kind of get this intuitive thing going on. Like, hmm, I wonder if that could maybe be good for this. And herbalist James Duke always thought that catnip could be a good preventative for cataracts. Yeah, he thought it would be a great preventative for cataracts. Why? Because catnip is antioxidant. The leaves are full of vitamins. It's got C, it's got E, plus catnip has minerals, trace minerals like magnesium and manganese. And catmint is rich in flavonoids. So that all equaled out, according to James Duke, to be a great cataract prevention with catnip. And it is really interesting because then you're like, well, geez, being chock full of them vitamins and minerals and flavonoids, I bet you catnip would be good for a lot more than we even know. So it is really amazing how you can dive so deep into an herb and just start using this herb for everything. 
<laughs> I see this with a lot of herbs. They are not just only good for a few things. They really do help you on a holistic, energetic level. And big time bonus, prevention. Like, let's just not heal this stuff that's ailing us. Let's prevent it in the first place. So as I get older and older each year, heading into old lady town, I love the notion that catmint would be good for cataracts, right? Who wouldn't? <laughs> oh, you ain't thinking about that stuff yet? <laughs> oh, well, I is. Okay, so let's talk about our babes and kiddos because I'm not that old yet. I still have kids. Catnip for the babes and kids. These are easy herbal remedies, and this is a great plant to know about if you've got little bears. Why? Because they do come down with things every once in a while. They get some colic. They've, they, everybody gets teeth. So that teething where they're so irritable and cranky and in pain, catnip is a great remedy for teething. It's good for gas. It's good for fevers. And emotionally, it's just good for kids who are restless, hyperactive, and have ADHD. Yeah, quit pumping the kids full of drugs <laughs> and give them a little catnip. Okay, so for kids, the best type of remedy is probably a glycerate. That's the herb in glycerin. It's like a tincture, but there's no alcohol. It's glycerin. So it's a great glycerin. Hello? <laughs> Tongue? Get out of the way. Glycerates are great for the littles. <laughs> so if your kids have a cold or a flu or a chest congestion, or they're just bouncing off the damn walls, think about giving them a little catnip every day, and you can observe and see if that helps. Um, another great remedy is pairing up catnip and fennel seeds, and that is great for colic and gas and any type of bellyache. And remember, when it's grown fresh in your yard, you can make a poultice for any type of cuts, scratches, bruises, burns. Um, catnip is a great remedy. And, you know, the leaves are so sweet, they're soft and they're heart-shaped. So this is my, this might be a fun herb for you to introduce to your kids, like, Hey, let's go out in the yard. Here's the catnip. If you get a cut, you can take this and, you know, chew it up and put it on your boo-boo. It's a beautiful herb. So it helps the little bears rest and settle down so they can heal and feel better and be well. Okay? It's just such a beautiful, beautiful thing. They can have a small amount of the tea, really small amount, but the glycerate is the way to go. And remember, a warm compress on the belly is a great remedy too, especially when they are not very cooperative about taking anything in that moment. Maybe they will help, maybe they will allow you to put the warm compress of catnip tea on their belly. But um, it's a great herb for the babes and the kiddos. It's easy and gentle and accessible. All right, so... We've got to take a break here for my herb nerds. We got to get nerdy. You want to get nerdy with me? Na, 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 na. <laughs> so catnip nerdy words. Here we go. Catnip is a relaxant. It's a diaphoretic. It's a digestant, antispasmodic, nervine, and sedative. 
Catnip is a stomach and a carminative. It is an eminagogue and anodyne. Oh, my nerds are so happy right now. <laughs> Catnip is a mild antibiotic and astringent. Catnap is, catnap. <laughs> catnap is also a refrigerant and cooling, a febrifuge, and anti-diarrheal. Catnip is a great mucolic, aromatic, tonic, and emetic. So did you know any of those words? <laughs> a couple of those words like emetic and emagogue means to avoid in pregnancy. So learn your nerdy words, and then when I say all that, you'll know all the amazing uses of catnip. But even if you don't know nerdy words, <laughs> we are all slowly learning. Even if you don't know your nerdy words, you can still know catnip. Oh, you know catnip now. If you listen to this podcast, you know catnip. Just remember, remember catnip quickly controls a fever. Yep, it's going to help you sweat. And uh, anybody up for a tea enema? <laughs> no thanks, exit only. But if you had a really high fever, um, an enema made with the catnip tea would quickly control a fever. Hey, good to know about, just saying. Remember catnip aids digestion. Okay, it may stimulate the appetite, but that's okay. It's going to help digestion and gas and all that stuff. Okay, just remember that catnip helps relieve stress and anxiety. Remember, remember that catnip is a healing remedy for colds and flu. Catnip helps reduce pain and inflammation. <laughs> and always, always, always remember that catnip gets cats high. <laughs> and funny enough, also repels rats. So there is so much to love about this herb catnip. I am so happy to share it with you, inspire you, and get you thinking about how catnip can help you feel better and be well. <laughs> 